Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So this is part two in my four-part series. We're going to be walking you through the exact process I use to get my first freelance clients. This one, we're going to be showing you how to build your services sales page. And as I'll harp on throughout uh, this tutorial, the name of the game here is Simplicity not getting hung up on this. It doesn't have to be super fancy, and I'll talk a lot about why once we get into the tutorial. But before we do that, uh, just a little encouragement for you. Right before I jumped on to to record this, I got a comment on the uh, part one uh, uh, on YouTube from someone that said they they uh, got their first job on Upwork, and the person paid them 20 bucks to upload uh, some photos to their online store. So again, it's just it, it, seeing people actually getting results. That's, that's cool. That's, you know, again, 20 bucks, something very quick and so forth, but that gets your feet wet, that gets you going, that gets you moving. That's a job in your work history over on Upwork and so forth. And so again, don't be, this is a Gary V line, but don't be so romantic about how you make your money, especially when you're first starting out, just get going and get moving and get rolling. And it'll start uh, to stack up. And of course, everything I'm going to show you in this series is going to help you to sort of take that up a notch and, and ha make it happen even faster. But I thought that was pretty cool. Someone already has has started implementing and, and got some uh, results from this. So so I wanted to share that with you. All right, let's jump into the tutorial. All right, so let's dive into creating this freelance services sales page. So and, and the name of the game here, if you just take a step back and look at this whole thing, You'll see the name of the game here is simplicity. You don't need a long scrolling sales page or to do a bunch of selling and convincing. There's a just a couple specific things you want to put in here that that will go over. But you just want to really keep it simple because all of the selling is going to happen before a potential client ever gets to this page. And we'll talk about exactly how we're going to do that in the next installment, which will be part three of, of this series. But for now... All this page, all we want from this page is to get the the quote request or to get the form submission. And so we just don't want to overcomplicate it. So the first thing you'll see here is, of course, the title. And this may look a little different than a lot of titles you see out there, but you just want a very simple and direct title. And so this one says, hire me to fix your WordPress database errors for $200. Complete the form below to get started. And it includes the three things that the title should include that are the biggest questions a client is going to have, which is what the service is. And that really just lets them know that they're on the right page. So hire me to fix your WordPress database errors. That lets them know they're in the right spot. How much does it cost for 200 bucks or whatever your price is? How do I get started? Complete the form below to get started. So it answers those three key questions right in the headline so they can't miss it. They know they're in the right spot. They know what it costs. They know what they have to do in order to go forward. Most of the people, in, in my experience with this, most of the people who are going to visit this page will just read the headline and fill out the form. That they don't even read this part down here. And I'll tell you how I know that here in just a second. So again, keep the, the title very simple, very direct. Tell them exactly what the offer is and what they need to do uh, in order to get started. The second thing then is, of course, this description area and, and the offer part of it. And the big thing here, again, I'm going to sort of harp on this throughout this whole thing. Do not overcomplicate the offer. So it is 
I'm going to fix XYZ problem for X amount of dollars. That's the basic offer here. And as I said, the client will already be 99% sold on hiring you by the time they get here. So you really just don't want to get in the way of that. Simple, direct language is best. The only thing that you'll see added in here is you'll see I, I say, and I'll give you a simple PDF report on what happened and what you can do to keep it from happening again. So this is how I know that most of the, the people who visit a page like this don't actually read this because most of the people that I've ever done this for didn't even know that they were getting the, the PDF. So they obviously didn't read this part because it says right in there. But what you might be wondering, okay, what is this PDF thing? Why are we doing this? So think of this as kind of like a bonus. If you've ever bought anything online, especially in sort of the internet marketing, direct marketing space, you'll notice that you have sort of the core offer, which for us is the the thing we're going to fix and how much it's for. But then they'll add in a bunch of bonuses to sort of sweeten the deal. That's sort of what this PDF report is. And the idea here is to to just help the client feel good about hiring you. And the one thing you have to keep in mind when you take a problem-focused approach to freelancing, right? We're not building new stuff. So new is a sort of a different thing. Here we are solving, fixing something that's broke. And the thing you have to keep in mind when you, you f- are fixing things that are broke is most people don't think that they should be broke in the first place. So having to pay to fix it is is kind of annoying. And the example I would use is, you know, if you have a car, it's a lot like that. Nobody ever thinks that their car should break down. So when you have to go to the mechanic and have the mechanic fix it, you feel like it's a bit of a waste, like you you lost something because you, you just don't uh, feel like that that should have happened even in the first place. So that's sort of the natural context that people are, natural state of mind that people are going to be in. Now, imagine if you went to your car dealership and you had something that needed fixed and they fixed it. And then when they got all done and you paid your money, they handed you a little document and a, you know, a nice little, little binder or something. And in that document, it was explained to you in very simple, easy to understand language, what happened and things that you can do in the future to prevent that from happening again. Now, no, that wouldn't totally alleviate the loss that you felt from having to have the thing fixed, but it would help sort of to to lessen the blow a little bit because you would feel like you got something out of it. You got actually something physical. And so it would help to you to feel less annoyed. And, you know, because a lot of other mechanics probably aren't doing this, then you would feel like, wow, that was nice. I'm going to go back to these people from now on because I'm getting something. It's sort of this the, the same deal here, right? You want to make sure that they walk away with something and don't just feel like they just wasted their money. So that's what this PDF report is. And it's very simple. You just write out what happened like as you went through and fixed their problem. Again, remember we talked in the last installment about you're going to have a checklist of things to go through and problems to solve for for people and and or a a a way to specifically do that you're going to figure out which one it is so you can just pull that out and say this is what happened and you know here's some things that you can maybe do in the future to keep it from it doesn't have to be anything fancy you don't even have to put any images on it just a simple document that explains it to them all right so as for the rest of the description, then there's just a few key components that that we want to have in here. So first we have the introduction 
uh, in the example that I'm, I have here, it says, Hey, John here, really pretty simple, but you want to just, Hey, this is the person that you just were, you, you just were exposed to. And we'll get to what that is in step three. It's me. Hi, etc. You want to mention the video that sent them here and we'll, we'll get to the video part of this in a second, but you see, or what I've put in the example here is if you're seeing this page, it's probably because you watched my video, how to work, fix your WordPress database errors. If not, I recommend watching it first. That's, that's essentially, and, and, and I would link to that here as well. I don't actually have that video, so I can't link to it, but link this up so that link the, the title of the video up so that people can click through and watch that video if they come to this page first. Okay. Because 99% of the selling is going to be done in that video. And again, don't freak, just don't freak out about the video. I know a lot of people hear that and they're like, Oh no, we're going to go through it. I'm going to show you exactly what to do. It's a lot simpler than what you think. You're not going to be doing a ton of selling, but again, you want to link to that. So if someone comes to this page first, then they can go to the video, get sold and come back. That's the whole idea, but you want to mention it here. So again, you're, you're creating some congruency between the video they just watched and now they're landing on this page. It, it helps tie those things together. The next thing is, you know, you, you, you just want to tell them that they're in the right spot, right? There's a lot of people, especially depending on who you're working with, that they just want to know they're in the right space. So if you're, uh, the next line I have in my example is if you're looking to hire me, uh, to just fix the errors for you instead of them having to do it themselves, you're in the right spot. So you just straight out tell them you're in the right place. And then you outline the offer. So in my example, I go, the offer is simple. I'll fix whatever database errors there are for $200. That's it. That's the offer. I fix the errors. Here's what it's going to cost. Keep it very, very simple. And then you go into the PDF report and I'll give you a simple PDF report on what happened and what you can do to keep it from happening again. Pretty much nobody else out there that is solving errors like this is going to do that. That puts you sort of apart from everybody else. And that's, it, it doesn't have to be anything big. If someone's going to spend $200 to have their database errors fixed and they have two people in front of them, the one that's giving them some one little thing extra is probably the one that's going to get hired. So that one simple thing can sort of put you ahead, put you over the top and make them feel good about hiring you. So we tell them that. And then the last thing that we we, we do, or the, I guess the second last thing we do is, uh, we talk about our guarantee. So the next, in my example, I say, and of course, if I can't fix the errors for you, you won't be charged a penny. That's a pretty standard guarantee you should have on basically everything that you do. If you can't complete it, they don't pay because they pay for the result, not half the result, not three quarters of the result, right? They pay for the, the whole result. There's some wiggle room there when you get into the new side of building stuff, but for fixing errors, if you can't fix the error, then you really can't charge them. So that's your guarantee. And then you tell them how to get started. So in my example, I say, sound good to get started, enter your information below. Okay. So introduction, mention the video, tell them and they're in the right space, outline the offer, guarantee how to get started. And again, my example is four, four lines. I don't know how many sentences that is, but four to five sentences. It's not long. It just doesn't have to be some long convoluted thing. As a matter of fact, you really want the form 
to show up above the fold, right? So they don't have to scroll at all to see this offer here or, or to see this, this form. They can see the entire page without having to scroll. That's really what you want because, again, people are going to be, remember, urgent problem. They just watched a video. They're like, oh, I can't do that. Now they're going to click through to, or they're going to type in the URL to hire you, whatever, and they're going to land on the page, and they're sort of in a hurry. Their site is down. Something's going wrong. A web page is broke. Their CSS is all messed up. How do I get in contact with somebody? Clear, direct, simple is what's going to speak to those people. So keep this that way. And then, of course, you know your form here is the final part, the final I would say mandatory part. And again, the big thing here, keep it brief. You don't want a hundred form fields. They got to fill out. All we're really after from this page is their contact info. We're not trying to sell them on hiring us here. We're All we're trying to do is sell them on contacting us. And then in the back and forth via email, any selling we need to do to push them over the edge, we'll do. And it's a hell of a lot easier to do it that way because you're getting feedback. You're getting the objections live and you can answer those objections and, and move them along and so forth. So I keep it to name, email, and just a de description of their problem. And even if they don't describe their problem, I don't worry about it. <laughs> if Hell, if they don't put in their name, I don't even really care. I just want their email address so that I can contact them. So keep this very, very, very simple. And of course, this form, when submitted, will send an email to you or if you have some, some fancy support system you can hook it into or whatever you want to do, but you need to see the email, obviously, so that you can then go back and forth. And then at that point, that's what you do. You just go back and forth. Now, quick side note for patrons of mine, I uploaded an HTML template with this page already built for you over on Patreon. So it's a, a HTML template built on Bootstrap. So this is actually already built for you. It's got placeholders in it. So all you have to do is essentially just put in your data, your name, the error that you're you're sort of working with or the problem you're solving, you know, what you want to charge. You just got to sort of swap that stuff out and the rest of the language uh, is there for you. So if you want that HTML template, then you can head on over to Patreon and download that. Of course, if you're not a patron, you can learn more about becoming one, get access to this template, plus all my past and future courses that I upload over on Patreon for patrons. You can learn more about that at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. All right, the, the last thing then here is, is I, I call this optional, although it's optional in the sense that you don't need it at first, but as soon as you get some of these, it's really a good idea to put them on here, and that's this testimonial. So once you've got hired to do this a couple times for people, then ask one of them if they'll leave you a testimonial or or leave you some a review or however you phrase it, and then just take what they say, if it's good, right, <laughs> if it's a good testimonial, and put it up on on the site here right below the form. You don't need to have like 10 of these. Just having one just gives a little bit, that little bit extra reassurance to somebody that people have hired you and and it worked out good. What I like, I always like to make sure and have the picture. Obviously, this is just a picture in the example that I grabbed, but I like to have the picture and the website. And the reason I like to have the website is because people can visit that website and see, oh, it's a real web, like, there's Bob. Okay. Bob's a real person. Bob has a website. Like it helps make it real. Okay. So anything you can do to make your testimonials more real, real, then that's the better. So, but, but don't worry about that at first. Once you get a few people that do this, then, 
throw that on there and and you'll be good to go from there. So that's your that's your services sales page again. If we we sort of step back from all of this, the big thing, keep it simple. Do not get hung up on this that this has to be perfect. Ultimately, all this really has to do is tell them the price and the form work, to be honest. I mean, uh, you know, there's a little bit more to it, but most of the people are going to be like ready and primed to hire you before they get here. So if you tell them the price and the form, matter of fact, when I first started doing this, I didn't even tell people the price. I just had a form and people would contact me and then I'd tell them the price. So <laughs> even that sort of optional, just make sure the form works so people can get in contact you, but do not get hung up on this. Um, as I've said multiple times, people will be sold before they ever get here. So just provide a way for them to contact you and get out of the way. All right. Now, in the next installment of this series, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to create the video that sells your services, which is probably going to be the most, the scariest part for a lot of you, the part that it's like, uh, but please, please, please check that out because I'm going to show you like a very, very simple way that you can do this. It doesn't have to be scary. And it's not, it's probably not what you think. And so it's a lot simpler and a lot less scary than you might be thinking. And you absolutely can do this no matter what situation you're in, where you happen to be from, what language you speak, all that sort of stuff. You can still do this. So be sure to check back for tomorrow's installment. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Again, thanks for watching. If you liked the episode, be sure to hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. If you're on YouTube, make sure and ring the bell. If you want links to all the past episodes or the links to subscribe uh, on the audio version of the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Android, all that, you can find that at johnmorrisshow.com. And finally, if you'll rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, I'll give you Module 1 of my PHP 101 course for free. All the details on that you can find at johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the Start Here link at the top. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.